Welcome to the Leadership Network Podcast. Leadership Network is a community of multipliers who gather to collaborate, innovate, and pursue what God has next for His church. Our mission is to champion healthy growth that is capable of reproducing. Thank you for joining this conversation, and here's today's episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Network Generation Next podcast. My name is Hannah Grinowski Barnett, and I am one of your hosts, and I'm here with my co-host, my partner in ministry and life and marriage, my husband, Aaron Barnett. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm super, super excited for today's podcast. Yes, we are excited to be back. Some of you, if you have been listening, you know we have been off for a couple of months and now we're back. And this year, we're excited about some of the conversations we are going to be bringing to you. Once again, just so you know, the purpose of Generation Next, our podcast, our blog, everything that we're doing is to resource you as leaders in the church to understand better how to reach and engage the next generation. And so when you engage in our content, that is what you can expect. And today we're going to be having a conversation about something that we have found the next generation is truly craving for. And I believe if we can build this into our local churches and ministries, we will see the next generation come back and engage in really exciting brand new ways. So Aaron, you want to share a little bit about what we're talking about today and why it's important? Yes, that's so good. We are so pumped to have a great conversation around belonging today. So I guess to start it off is, you know, with the next generation, we really believe uh, we have to ask the appropriate questions for the next generation. You know, where do you find belonging? Uh, what do you find belonging to? And I think when we start asking the right questions, we're going to start uncovering the right data to really engage and mentor and equip the next generation to thrive and flourish in our churches. And so we believe that belonging is is more than a peer group. It's more than having a, a thousand followers on Instagram. It's more than slipping in and out of church on a weekly basis. We believe that belonging is is a primary human need for the next generation. Um, it's beyond food. It's beyond shelters. It's beyond uh, something that the humans can promote. Um, it reaches into this this deeper level of intimacy that the next generation is craving for. And so we wanted today to talk about why is belonging so important to the next generation? Why do we feel that we need to engage in this conversation now? Uh, One thing that we feel is very important with uh, reaching the next generation in different spaces and places of society is by engaging the conversation of belonging first. Why? Because Gen Z really definitely cares about this authenticity authenticity within the leader. And so when we come with an authentic heart and we care about authentic things like belonging, Gen Z will open up to say, this person wants me to feel seen and known in this moment. And so Hannah, I know you've talked a ton on this topic as well. You uh, also run cohorts on the side with Generation Distinct. 
I would love to unpack your mind, what you think about when it comes down to belonging and the next generation. Absolutely. I really do think it's an essential conversation for the next generation because if we look at culture, in some ways, they're doing a pretty good job of creating spaces where young people can belong. And whether or not it's the belonging that we know will really satisfy, it can still feel like belonging to the next generation. So we see things like sororities and fraternities, you know, or we see things like clubs at school, or we see things like political affiliations or um, activist groups. We see these groups forming, and I believe it's because we all know at the root, at the core of who we are, we are desperately longing for a space to belong. And so if if the world of culture is really honing in on this, is really focusing in and is targeting the next generation with this invitation to belong in these different segments of society, then shouldn't we as the church be even more intentional? Shouldn't we as the church be the most strategic? Shouldn't we as the church be the most effective space where the next generation can find belonging? And if we're going to do that, it's going to take a lot of intentionality and it's going to take us understanding some of the key elements of what the next generation is looking for. It's going to take us understanding what belonging is and what it's not. And it's going to take some humility as well to recognize that what felt like belonging for past generations might not look exactly the same to, to the generation that we have, Gen Z and even Gen Alpha, who is now filling up our kids' ministries and even creeping up into our middle school ministries. And so I, I think it's a really important conversation. Here's what I'll say. One of the key elements that I just want to say, and we'll each just share a couple key elements of what we think it takes to create a culture in our churches and organizations of belonging. One of them is a culture uh, of belonging has to begin with a culture of belief in people. At Generation Distinct, I'm the founder and CEO of a nonprofit called Generation Distinct. And Generation Distinct's one of our core values is letting young leaders know that we believe in them. Not because they've earned something, not because they have accomplished something, not because they are the best and the brightest, but actually because they were made in the image of God, because He's created them and called them and assigned them, because they matter to God. And so we want them to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that they matter to us. And not just that we see them as a project, but we see them as leaders. And so in Generation Distinct cohorts, we actually coach our leaders to be talking to our young leaders often and saying the very words of, hey, we just want you to know that we believe in you. We end almost every Zoom call with those words. We end almost every email, every message with those words. We start our calls often like that because we want there to be a culture of belief in people, especially as young leaders are deciding what they're going to give their life to. Yeah. We want them to know that in our community at Generation Distinct, they're going to find a community of leaders that believe in them even before they think they've earned it. And so I want to encourage you in the interactions you're having with the young leaders in your church or community, do they walk away feeling believed in? 
Or do they walk away feeling judged or isolated or that their ideas or contributions don't matter to the overall mission of the church? And so I want you, this is a really practical, you know, action point is literally the next time you interact with a young leader, just take a minute, put your hand on their shoulder. If if you feel it's appropriate, look them in the eyes and just say, Hey, I just want you to know that we believe in you here Mm, and just see what happens. And I believe if we can communicate that to the next generation of leaders, we will see them rise up to meet the expectations. Yeah, that's so good. And if I could add to that, I think there's two points I wanted to address when it comes down to the next generation. Uh, We really have to push, I believe, uh, that first, not only do we believe in them, but uh, that they belong to God. And in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul wrote a letter to the church in Rome. Um, At this time of his writing, there was actually racial tension between the Jews Uh, and the Gentiles surrounding this concept of who could know God. And Paul writes actually in Romans 1, 6 through 7, he says, and you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. I'm writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be his own holy people. And so we believe that belonging is found actually through the invitation to obtain eternal salvation in the kingdom. And so when we approach the next generation and this concept of belonging, I believe it is essential to push this this beautiful part of John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And so I really believe if we really want to see the next generation belong within our churches, we have to push a message that they belong to God. Um, secondly, I kind of want to talk about is that belonging is incredible, belong, but belonging without community is not. And so I think we have to really attach belonging with community. And if we don't, I think we're going to really miss the next generation being engaged in our local church. Um, I just really believe that it is vitally and an essential part of the body to equip the next generation to not only belong to God, but belong to community. See, Jesus was great at doing this. He he did life together with his friends throughout his three years in ministry. He did um, uh, life consistently with his disciples. Jesus invited these people to belong with him, but then also within community. And they did ministry life together. And so I just think as you're listening to this podcast, if we could just take a moment and 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 talk through this concept of belonging not only to God, but belonging to a community. And Hannah, I know you're incredible at um, facilitating community at Generation Distinct. You, you're great at facilitating community in different rooms. I feel like when I watch you as a leader, you really have this uh, natural bent towards uh, community and inclusivity and um, that young people would feel seen and known around you. 
What is it in your own personal life, in your own p- personal journey, like uh, maybe a practical story that you could give our listeners about uh, where did that come from, uh, you know, to really create spaces and places for young leaders to feel seen when you walk into a room? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I do believe that most of what we do really well as leaders is because we had somebody do it to us, right? And and that is absolutely my story. I often say my unfair advantage in life and in leadership is the fact that I had so many leaders and adults who saw value in me and called it out in me at a very young age. And so just a quick free tip here. If you believe that there is a young leader with potential in their life right now around you in your community, pause this podcast, call them up, shoot them a text, write them a letter, go over to their cubicle if they're in your office and tell them, hey, I just want you to know this is the leadership potential I see in you. Or, hey, I just noticed how you led in that meeting. I noticed how you wrote up great curriculum for kids ministry last week. Hey, the way you did announcements really set the tone for the whole weekend. Actually take the time and call out the potential you see in them. It will change the trajectory of their life. And 10 years in the future, they will still be telling the story because that's my story. Um, I had leaders all throughout my teen years who saw value in me, who saw ability. When I was 12 years old, I was serving a local church and a woman named Allison saw my ability to lead, even at 12 years old, saw my ability to communicate and said, I want to give you opportunity to serve in your local church and put me on stage with the kids and I taught the Bible stories. And it changed the trajectory of my life. It was when I was a 17-year-old and a pastor named John at my local church looked at me and said, I see your ability to speak and communicate and lead. You will be a leader. And it changed the trajectory of my life. Listen, you do not have to accomplish everything, but wouldn't it be amazing if 10 years from now, there is a young leader on a podcast and they are able to say your name because you were the leader that called potential out of them, that named it right to their face. It's something that drives me. I I am so grateful that I get to lead on some public platforms, on some stages or podcasts like this, or lead an organization that has reached people around the globe. And yet, I truly believe the best, most effective impact I can make for the kingdom is the one-on-one interactions I have with young leaders in my day-to-day life the people that I'm mentoring, the young women I'm discipling, the ways that I look at a young leader in the face or text them randomly and say, hey, I just want you to know I noticed this. Hey, the way that you shared that was powerful. Hey, I heard about what you did. Hey, I see your leadership ability. Call it out. Because there's nothing more safe and inclusive and creates a, a culture of belonging than when we make our young leaders feel deeply seen and deeply known. And so I believe that that is an essential part of what it means to create a culture of belonging. Yeah, that's so good. And actually at Leadership Network, we have felt and sensed that belonging is essential for the next generation of emerging leaders. And so we're actually piloting a new project called the Belong Network. 
And it's actually creating a space for a lot of what we talked about today. It's finding a place to belong with like-minded leaders, but to then also say, hey, we could build the future of the church together. And so we're really excited about this. We have felt at uh, Leadership Network that sometimes there is this uh, lack of story arc from one conference to the next. And so we, w- we wanted to say, hey, how do we actually build a big backbone, a strong backbone on intentionality? And one way that we're doing that is by living an intentional life is by actually creating a space for young leaders to find belonging after conference every year. And so we feel at Leadership Network that this is essential for the next generation to not only find a community of like-minded people, but to say, hey, together we can actually build the future of the church. And so we're really excited about it. We're going to bring in mentors that are going to coach the next generation, people that have gone before us, where we too, as young leaders, could learn, take notes, and grow as a result. But then we're also going to be bringing in young leaders that are uh, leaders in their own right. They are crushing it in ministry. They have built maybe some nonprofits. Uh, They have maybe led at a high capacity. And so we're also inviting them to come in and share a little bit. And a lot of our our Belong Network uh, focus will be this organic Q&A time where young leaders can feel safe and feel known and seen and and turn off maybe the leadership hat just a little bit and say hey let's let's push not only a community feel but also a a family feel and so that's something of vital vital importance for leadership network in this season is creating a space for young leaders to thrive and flourish in ministry um, I'm rem- reminded of the verse of Romans 15, 5 through 7 that says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. And one thing that we're actually pushing is being a welcoming community. We feel like at um, Leadership Network and uh, the ministries that Hannah and I get to be a part of, we feel like it is vitally important to press into being a welcoming community. And some some of that comes with um, this this passion and this this grit to say, Um, you know, you don't have to have the best titles. You don't have to have the best resume, uh, to belong at leadership network. Uh, we just care about your leadership and you thriving and flourish in your space and place. And so we're really excited at leadership network to push the belong network. We have our second call coming up on April 19th and, uh, we can't wait to see what God does there. Um, well, we're about to wrap this up and uh, close this call out. But Hannah, um, I know that, you know, so many times that there is conversations as uh, maybe lead pastors are having where they are leading at a high capacity. You know, they just got out of COVID, uh, et cetera. Maybe they don't have the bandwidth or maybe the... Uh, 
the the spirit right now to press into new ideas for the next generation that they're coming to their senior level leaders. And so, you know, what can um, a young leader do if they're listening to this podcast uh, do in response to support uh, the greater mission of the church? Um, how can a young leader actually assimilate themselves into the local church very well? For them, if they're searching for belonging, what are some practical tools that, uh, or, or handles that you could give them to say, hey, let's go and support our senior level leaders. Let's go and show up for them. What are some things that you would want to encourage the next generation to be about? I would want to say to them that this is a two-way street, right? That belonging is a two-way street. And so if we're going to our, into our churches expecting them to cater to us, then I do think we've missed the point of the church entirely. The invitation of the church is that we get to build this together, that all generations, all nations, everybody will come together in one space to build something beautiful together. And so I just want to encourage you in any moments when you're tempted to maybe disparage your church, maybe in moments when you're tempted to complain about what your church doesn't have to offer you, I want to encourage you to ask yourself this question. How can I be a part of helping other people feel belonging in my church? And I would imagine that it might just be that you end up feeling the most sense of belonging when you take leadership and help to create belonging for others. That's my invitation to you. And as leaders, whether you're old or young, we're so grateful that you're with us on this conversation. The Generation Next podcast for Leadership Network, we want this to be a conversation about how we engage the next generation in the church. And we want this to be an all-hands-on-deck conversation. And so we invite you to continue to log in here on the podcast in 2023 to continue to hear more of these conversations as we unpack more important topics to see the next generation of the church engaged and sent out on mission for Jesus. Thank you all so much for joining us here on this episode of the Leadership Network Generation Next podcast. Aaron and I are so honored to be on this journey with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leadership Network podcast and joining the conversation for what is next for the church and its leaders. We look forward to connecting with you as we bring our questions, contribute our wisdom, and pursue what is next. Visit leadnet.org for more resources, information about leader cohorts, and more. That is leadnet.org.